Hi, and welcome back to the Bowser Museums podcast. I'm Michael, the Digital Engagement Creator at Bowser Museums. And after a short break, we're back with some more highlights from the Bowser Archive Sound Archive. In this episode, you are going to hear from Dougie Pond, a mine born in Kilnurst, but in his spare time, he enjoy writing poems, short stories, and the occasional joke. The interview was conducted in 2004 by local historian and author Brian Elliott and was digitised in 2017 as part of the Joy of Sound and Vision National Lottery Heritage Funded Project. At the end of the, each month, we are going to share another highlight from the collection, but right now, it's time for 13 minutes of anecdotes from Dougie Pond. Bosses doer. This year bloke were after a job, so I knocked on Bosses doer. Boss yards come in, and then he said, I've never seen thee before. This bloke said, no, I'm after a job. Had I setting anybody on? Been a long time since I had some work. Bet six months has gone. Boss says, there's work somewhere else. He said, oh, I've had three jobs in the last two years. But I'm doing something I shouldn't have done. That's why I'm talking to thee in here. He says, listen, I'm going to tell this straight. I'm going to tell no back. I might as well tell thee first as last. And all three jobs I finished with blooming sight. First time I couldn't keep that out. He put his finger on his nose. My mouth what caused it second, I couldn't keep it closed. Third job didn't suit, I was on afternoon shift for a bit. I was running lads round in showers when they just come out at pit. Boss stood up and started pointing. He said, listen to what I'm going to tell thee. If they keeps that out, keeps that shut, give us a kiss. They can start work on Monday. Nature's Wonders When you look at nature's wonders, an evening sun as it glows, Gracefulness of a swan, the beauty of a rose, or when it's like a dream come true, something you've always wanted. Do you ever wonder what's it like not to see them? Just take it all for granted. As we know, there are some people deprived of this joy who have lived in a world of darkness from being a girl or just a boy. Then there are others who have this to endure when later on in life their sight far from secure. I wonder if it's God's way of saying to the rest of all the human race, no matter how hard it is at times to bear the pain, these people carry on with a smile on their face. Here's a poem about a woman that lived on her own, she was getting on to about 70, and she got arthritis, especially in her hands. I've called this poem, Marmalade is Nice When You Can Get It. This one was a holiday at seaside, she was going on for 70. She only went it to us for breakfast, covered with marmalade and plenty. She didn't bother with fruit juice and cereals, or anything boiled and fried. Just give her a stack of toast and marmalade, and she'd be more than satisfied. One day, a landlady sat down beside her and held her by the hand. Asked how many jars she bought a week and which were a favourite brand. Then she says, I know you won't mind me saying, of that I'm not afraid, but I've never, never seen anyone like you enjoy toast and marmalade. This woman says we've known each other a long time, and you've often said you have never heard me lie. So I know you will believe me when I say, marmalade is something I never buy. I realise you'll find this hard to swallow and your faith in me I could be testing. After the number of slices you see me eat, this will take some digesting. 
But the reason I don't buy marmalade, and for me things hasn't changed so far, I can't open them little plastic things, or get top off a blooming jar. I've called this poem, Seen the Light. Me and our neighbour's little dog, we go for a walk early in the morning, a time when most people are in bed, and some that's up still yawning. Sometimes when I see an incident, which happens from time to time, I write it down on paper and put it all to rhyme. We live in sheltered accommodation for over 60s and have an outside light for coming in at night. Then when inside we switch it off, providing our memory serves us right. One morning when I got up, ten minutes after getting out of bed, I saw something that caught my eye and words went straight into my head. So I got out pen and paper and wrote a little note. Then I put it through a letterbox, and this is what I wrote. Joan and Stan, there's something I want to tell you about having seen the light. When I looked through our kitchen window, yours had been on all night. I couldn't knock on your door to tell you it was too early in the day. So like all of who makes mistakes, I'm afraid you'll have to pay. This bloke went rushing into doctor's surgery. He says, Doctor, I've got a domino fast up my bottom and I can't go. Doctor says, Well, you could have knocked. Extending ladders. Wife bought me some extending ladders for cleaning windows. I said, It grieves and hurts me to see them stuck outside at back door. So she decided to give them to oldest lad, our Alan. Now I don't feel the pains anymore. You're going to use these ladders at weekend. What wife are doing now but natter? There I was outside their house when he come out with leather, duster and water. He was going to clean windows for the first time with these ladders. So I'd gone down to keep my eye on him and give him into two. But it won't long before him was pushed out. Johnny Hurst next door neighbour. He started telling him what to do. He says, Alan, I'm going to give you some advice. I'm going to tell you how to make them shine. He put some vinegar in the water, old lad. That's what all has put in mind. I looked. I says, does thou put vinegar in the water? He says, ah, it's the finest thing out to make them shine. I says, well, I'm going to tell thee some a lot better than that. I like to put John Smith's, Toonses, or Tetley's in mine. Sometimes it doesn't pay. Teacher said one day in school, children, i got something serious to say. You must not talk or babyfy and speak the proper way. Instead of saying GG, you will say that's an horse. And don't say it's a woof woof, you say a dog of course. Instead of saying moo moo, say a cow, that's its proper name. To teach you to speak with English, from now on that is to be my aim. On this subject I want a short story. In other words, I want from you an essay. Then after each one we'll read it out and we'll hear what you have to say. The first to finish was little Johnny, who was known as a bit of a lad. Teacher told him to come to the front of class and read out what he'd wrote on his pad. He said, I asked for a book or Winnie the Pooh. Not to get it from my parents, I had no fear. But if I'd said something else instead of Pooh, I'd have got a clip outside her ear. 
Well, like I said, about, I live on a sheltered accommodation and they call our warden Pauline and they call her husband Gordon. And Gordon chatted me one day and I've called this point six of one and half a dozen at t'other. Gordon shouted, Dougie, come here, I want thee. I said, what's the matter? He said, I've been watching Pauline and that woman talking for the last ten minutes. You can't hear flumming chatter. I says, Gordon, they're all alike. At that game, they'll never lose a minute. They'll talk about shopping, Wesley's, bingo, and the club. Then they'll run about them who are in it. Ah, they've never been no different. Together they've always something to say. Just like one big happy family. They've always been this way. But let one be late for dinner. It doesn't matter, even if they see they're pushing a punctured bite. They'll just bang it down on the table, then they'll say, men, <laughs> they're all a blooming like. But then old Gordon, when I put my teeth away and stand looking at them under the kitchen leet, I've got to admit, that's the only time they've known to say when they're in that cup at neat. Compo will never alter. Compo's got a touch of love sickness. No debate is the cause of this complaint. Now he's suffering from depression and his actions indeed are very quaint. The trouble is Nora's got a lodger. Smiler is his name. Oh, what a face. He looks as if he's been in love before and couldn't stand the pace. Cleggy tries to humour Compo, put him at ease from this tension. But with Foggy, it would seem, he wants everyone standing to attention. When Compo knocks on Nora's door, she'll come out and he'll get swept away. He can't get down them steps fast enough, and she'll always have flash, say, you think he tied himself up a bit for this wooing after Nora, get inside something to wear that's decent, and a bunch of flowers from Flora. I expect there'd be an outcry over this suggestion from a lot of viewers both near and far. In Yorkshire, they'd say, Compo, don't they change, old lad. They're right enough as they are. I've called this poem The Invisible Rainbow. I never look for that rainbow or seek that pot of gold. Sit down and start wondering about the time when I grew old. I think of my younger days when I was just a kid. All those happy hours we shared and all the things we did. We never had much money or craving for LSD. We made our own enjoyment and most of it was free. Now in this troubled world of ours, it could be a picture painted black. I don't get as much pleasure when I look forward as I do when I look back. Do you remember Mike Tyson biting Lennox Lewis's leg? And just before that, he bit, took a lump out of Van der Oldenfield's ear. Well, when they tell me about it, you know, I was dreaming about it. And I was finished up fighting Mike Tyson, and I let go of it right, and momentum took me out of bed. And I broke bedside cabinet, finished up off the wood, had a cut just above my eye, and another on my head. And anyway, when I went out, somebody says, uh, what's that I've been doing? Of course, I tell them. He says, I'll let you write a poem about that. I says, I will. And I call it Vegetarian, not Mike, Lee. When I heard about Tyson biting Lennox Lewis, I said, bloody hell, he's at it again. He'll finish up having to wear a muzzle, then they'll put him on a chain. 
When I went to bed that night, it must have been on my mind. I could have lost sight in one of my eyes, leaving me half blind. I dreamt I was fighting Mike Tyson, let go and miss with the right, finished up at floor, and that would end at fight. I brought bedside cabinet when I fell out of bed. I had a cut just above my eye and another on my head. When I sent me poems to be published, when I sent me poems to be published, some things asked them to take note. When you hear the next three verses, you'll know what it was I wrote. Although there's titles to me poems, I sometimes often wonder, I've never been one for working on top, I've always done mine under. Yes, I've worked out bit all my working life, I was educated at Kilness Council School, and learnt enough not to be classed illiterate, or to be called a fool. When you read me poems, if a mistake you should detect, here's a reminder of a well-known saying, every pond's not perfect. To the birds he gave the sky with all its picturesque, to us he gave the earth below with all its bloody mess, to the fish he gave them water, no need for submarine or boat, holes a pair of rubber boots and occasional watering hoot. The women, they have their bingo, television and a fag. Us, we got a clipping chain and also a drag. To pit bottom cat a plate of food and a little mouse for after. Us, four slices of bread and dust and swill it down with water. To our union leaders, we gave them power, the power to fight our rights. Us, two week on day shift and a week on bloody nights. He made us big, he made us small. To speak the truth, and there are some who delight in rumour. But I got one of the nicest things of all when he gave me a sense of humour. So there you go, a small selection of the work of Dougie Pond, writer, poet and comedian. Now to hear more from Dougie and the interview that Brian Elliott did back in 2004, simply head to the, to the Bouncer Museum's SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com forward slash Bouncer Museums. I'll also leave a link to it in the description of this podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>